hey guys, I want to take a break out to tell you all about a little business um, close to me called Action Automotive, located at 128 April Drive in St. Robert, which is local to me and right near Fort Leonard Wood, okay, for all your um, car needs, especially with those military folks, but even the ones around St. Robert, you need a good car, you need a need some work on it these are your folks to go to they do everything from um, oil changes to engine and transmission swaps okay get that get the oil change get get whatever you need done they're your people to go to evan and caitlin york are the owners they're actually from my town they started this business you know they're they're two people out there just making it so their hours are monday through friday from eight to five be sure to check them out um Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about uh, another local business that's near and dear to my heart actually, Lakes Homestead Goods. It's my wife's business actually. She's out there making everything from, you know, mostly bread, but she's also getting into, you know, butter and um, freshly made soap. When you guys are looking at buying products, you know, all this stuff on the market now, it has a lot of um, 20,000 ingredients in it stuff that might be bad for you all her stuff is pretty natural has about five ingredients to what it's made for it's real healthy and good for you and it tastes amazing her banana bread the cinnamon raisin bread with her cinnamon butter the cinnamon butter much like texas roadhouse you know what i'm saying uh it's it's amazing her orders go through uh, Lakes Homestead Goods on the Facebook page, or you can contact her at 417-365-4993. Get yourself an order and have an, a nice, tasty uh, loaf of bread for all your meals, as well as any other type of, um, you know, if you want detergents, um, homemade butter, stuff like that. It, she's getting uh, more recipes as it goes. Check out the Facebook page. You'll see uh what all she's offering it's great and it's fairly priced what's up guys welcome back to another episode of benny and the guest today i decided to uh, go solo today so all you're gonna get is benny i decided i just wanted to kind of I've been out without a guest for about a week. I got one coming up, but I wanted to just talk about life, how it's going for me, because, you know, I think we all have similar struggles, but um, I wanted to bring up a topic of stress today. It's, you know, it's it's kind of a hot button, not a hot button word, but a hot topic for everybody, because it seems like with how the world's working and how how everything's going between you know society and money and politics it, the the stress just keeps building it don't seem like there's much of a break anymore uh, and that's on a you know a, a macro scale so i just want to talk about some of my stressors and you know how i deal with them and i always wonder how other people deal with them my first one here is uh, education. Right now I'm trying to finish up my damn college degree. I got about eight months left till I finish my bachelor's, but right now I got two. I'm just taking one class right now. But this last year, I was taking two classes every eight weeks for a year straight. And that is 
exhausting. I don't really understand how people, you know, you hear stories of people going to night school while they were working or going back and getting your degree at 30. I'm happy I'm doing it. But but it's tiring that when you already have all your commitments in life at this point, you know, with between your family and work, um, you know, throwing that that schoolwork on top of it is 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 a hefty burden. I I kick myself in the ass as most of you know. I I flunked out of college when I was when I was nineteen. And it's always carried a heavy, heavy toll on me because I was always like, I want to finish this damn degree. I want to be, you know, so it wasn't even about like work wise anymore. It's that, you know, nobody in my family, in my immediate family or my grandparents or my great grandparents or any of that, they, they, none of them have degrees. So it's something, it's been a pride thing of mine of I am going to get this damn thing done and, and hopefully be the first one. Right now, my sister's working on it too. I think she's close, but I, I really have that goal. But you know, when you're th- now, now I'm thirty, and you're just like, well, what the fuck? I've already had, you know, uh, almost ten years of, of army experience, and and then I had eight years of army experience, and then three years in the workforce. You know, more if you count my child, like being a teenager. Why am I getting a degree at this point? I think that's what everybody has to ask at this at this level. You're like, why why is it even worth it? What am I gonna do with a degree at at 31? But but then I you know I come home and I see my kids and you know they they already seem smarter than than me. Like they you can tell you know kids are just you can see that smartness in them and some of mine I I can already see they're they're gonna be geniuses and that that's all the motivation I need at this point is to show them that uh, it don't matter what the hell happens in life. You can get that damn degree. You will find a damn way. My my wife, she worked f- the past four years raising four kids while I was gone for almost half that time, raising them, birthing them, doing whatever, figuring out the bills to make it work, moved three times, all while going to college, and just graduated with her bachelor's. It's, it is inexcusable at this point for people now to get a degree. Like, it sucks, and it's okay if you fail, but there is definitely, where there's a will, there's a way, and if you want it, you will get it. And I wish I had that, um, that's my only regret, that stressor in the back of my head that says, why the fuck didn't you have this work ethic back then? But then, you you know, you, I guess the biggest takeaway I'm trying to, come from is uh, or my my backlash to that is well I have a hell of a lot more work ethic now so that's why I'm getting it but I just wonder you know if anybody else goes through that shit because it's it's hefty my next one I wanted to go over it's um it's the workforce which we all love and it's near and dear to our hearts um had to get a little sip there no, the workforce though. Um, as I, I'm gonna try to limit the army talk, but it is my job. But I'm I'm more talking in generalities here, I guess. Of um, when you have people at work that you don't necessarily click with or get along with, 
but you gotta you gotta deal with it. You kind of gotta suck it up. I think people in middle management probably know this. I think you know, maybe everybody all walks of life, whether you're a construction worker or a school teacher or a um, HVAC worker, like wherever. I'm sure you encountered this, but there's those people you're like, how the fuck did they get in that position, or how how are they still working here? What I've what I've learned this past year is that sometimes that it's it's the way the world works. Is it perfect? No, especially with or big organizations. But the best you can do is the best you can do. So you really gotta you really gotta like just accept that. Like it's what's the the fucking uh Lord help me Lord give me the strength to accept the things I can't change and change the things I can or whatever it is, you know, the, those things that work that like you cannot control or you try to influence and it, it ain't nobody gives a shit or whatever. Well, at least you put forth your best effort at the end of the day. That's all you can say is your, you know, your, your ethic is, did I do what I could today? Yes. All right. Well, you know what? It was a good day. Then I tried my fucking best. I'll try again my best tomorrow and keep doing that. Uh, but you know, I'm going to keep cycling through this, but then you go every day and you know, I, I work pretty long hours. I know a lot of my friends work long, long hours putting up with bullshit and you're exhausted and you go, you don't have time for, you don't have time for the shit to, to, to go in and have to put up with, with cockamamie bullshit when you're just trying to get shit done. But I think while that person may not see it. I think everyone around you can see if you come in every day and at least try in your hardest most days that that speaks volumes to you. And you got to understand some days, maybe it's not going to be your hundred percent. Maybe you're only going to be at 70% that day, but at least give that 70% if you can, you know, don't come in and why well, ain't going to try for shit today? You know, just do what you can and, and it speaks for itself. Um, another one I got is uh, family. This is a hard one because I think I think family is <clears throat> probably the most important aspect of my life right now. And I th- most people. That is what you live for and you, what you work for, what you do everything for is your family. And I'm not talking your whole entire family. In my case, it's my wife and children. You know, I got, I have four children all under, I got a five-year-old, a four-year-old, a two-year-old and a one-year-old or a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Um, and I have an amazing wife and every action I, I told somebody this, you know, once you get married, all your actions are based on uh, us, not you. And then once you have kids, it's it's we, not you. And everything I do now, almost every action I take, I think of those kids and my wife, of how will this affect them. And that gets, I'm not saying old, I'm saying it's hard, man. When you're, when you're going, uh, in my case, you know, you're looking at where I'm going to move next or what, what, 
how long do I want to stay in this job or what job could I get where I can be home more? What, how can I progress still and have a healthy career and still have time for my children or my wife? And I'm sure there's all others of you with civilian jobs. It's like that balance of family life and work is so, is so exhausting to the point of how I'm not, you, you doubt yourself. I guess that's it. You doubt yourself so much. You, you're like, what, what am I, um, I'm not even making an impression on them at this point, especially if you're not home a lot. If you're not home a lot, it, it just seems like, well, they don't, they don't even notice any of this. Um, even though, you know, our, our spouses tell us, yes, they do and stuff, but in your head, you don't see it at all. You're just like that. They, they, there's no way they're possibly going to care about me the way they care about my, my wife, who's always there. Um, yeah, I, I pray I find solace in the fact in a few years that I worked hard enough to support my family, but right now it's very hard to understand the way work works, you know, to, to go to work and be upset and be upset with yourself when you come home that work was rough and then you, and then you come home and you're like well I'm not doing good enough here that's the main thing I'm talking about stress you are you are overwhelmed with I'm not good enough and that's where you have to find that person in your life which for me it's my wife of I I actually am good enough you know she's telling me you are trying your Jesus so anyway um I think uh you find solace in your wife or your spouse or whatever, you know, they are going to explain to you, you are actually trying. We see it here. You may not, but we do. And I try to tell, you know, my wife, Hey, you know, maybe you are having a rough day with the kids or there, you don't see that they love you. But you know, when I walk through that door, that's the first thing I see is their love and affection for you. Um, not over me, just I, I, the, every interaction with them is lo- love, love, and it's be it's so awesome to see. So I get I guess it's reciprocated back and forth of maybe I don't see it but she does and vice versa. And I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people out there. You hear a lot of dads say they don't they don't feel accomplished at home with their kids as much until they're older. But I'm hoping people start finding a way soon to in the younger years see that you are you are being a good dad or good mom to your kids and you're trying your damnedest to give them a life. I think all of our goals is to be, uh, have give our families better lives than we had. And that, that's what we're going for here. And I hope one day all of us really see that we are actually trying that. Cause if you are actually trying for it, you are going to see it in the future. That's, that's my hope. So finally, I guess to wrap this up with the stress, you know, we talked about, I talked about work, uh, home life and, um, work, home life, and education. Those are my three big stressors right now. And to get through it all, I I think my big word I found is love. I wrote that down to remember it right now. Love is, uh, I guess it's a, it's a vague term because you find love. I got love at work. I got love at home and I have love throughout the community. 
not a big community necessarily, but like I'll, I'll start there. My community is my my small group of friends that I'm very close with, you know, um, and the people I work with, I guess too. You could throw those in there. Um, while they may not be the closest people to me, they are definitely a support system of, you know, their love is the love of, you know, hey man, I care about you. I hope you're doing well. And while it may not be the traditional love sense, it's a form of love to where you care about somebody and you hope they thrive. And that pushes me to do better always when I talk to my friends or my coworkers. They're always pushing me to excel. Uh, and I guess the other group kind of narrows it just down to two, but my uh, media family, you know, my, I guess the two parts of that, my wife, who is just, oh, I just already explained that, you know, she always pushes me to do better and is always never negative about the things I'm doing. She's always giving me the angle to push better and become better. Whereas also my kids, uh, they don't even have to say it. I just see them and I want to do better because I always want my kids to have that example of you need to try and you need to always be working to become better. So that's what I find, and that effort of love is so fucking strong, it can get you through anything. A lot of people think, like, uh, I read David Goggins' book, I'm starting to read his stuff, he talks about, you know, taking souls and feeding off anger and rudeness of other people, and that does work in some situations, but I do find, if you look to those levels of love, of people caring about you, of people wanting you to succeed, that feeds a that feeds a demon in you that's going to keep going and going and going because you want, you know, most people want praise. I mean, that's like basically psychology, but like to see the people that care about you and that you care about watching you succeed, that's the greatest feeling of all. Uh, you know, we my buddies always joke, my dad used to say, I'm not mad, Ben, I'm just disappointed, right? But like, I think a lot of us, you know, we, we never want to disappoint those who we look up to. We always look to, to not please, but um, to make proud, and I think that's what, that's what's getting me through all this. I just wanted to talk to you guys about it, so I just wanted to get some stuff off. Uh, I'll have another episode out uh, next week, so thank you guys for listening tonight to me uh, rabble on about stress, and hope you enjoyed it. Take care. Hey guys, if you're looking at getting a new car, I got just the person to go to. Got Jacob Cahill out of Rusty Drewing Toyota. He's located up in Jefferson City, Missouri at 2105 Christie Drive. You can even contact him by his phone number, 573-535-5656, extension 542, or you can even email him at jcahill at drewingauto.com. He's a sales consultant there. He offers a fun, low-pressure car buying experience. A lot of us, when we're getting our new cars, you know, it can be daunting running around to those places. Jacob is from my hometown. Outstanding sales service as well as he's going to get you that car that you need, not just something he's trying to get off the lot. Hit him up. Get yourself a nice new car or used. Hey, guys. Got another person to tell you about uh, up in Columbia, Missouri. Um... When you uh, ride around in your car, you know, that sun, especially out here in Missouri, 
it can get to be daunting. You know that that heat on your seats, whether it's cloth or leather, gets pretty dang hot. So you kind of want some place that'll um, get your tinting done, as well as you know your businesses and stuff. Uh, you don't want that sun glaring in while you're trying to while you're trying to work. Okay, and that's where you go to Sun Stoppers. Uh, Eric Vierhoff is the owner of that. It's located at 1313 Grand Avenue, Suite B in Columbia, Missouri. And they're open 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, okay? They do everything. Auto, home, and commercial window tinting, even ceramic coating and detailing. They also offer discounts for military, EMS, firefighters, nurses, doctors, and teachers. Very supportive um, business out there that's going to give you the best um tent work for all your you know homework as well as your cars as well as outstanding detail work so hit them up and get it done